0: This episode is brought to
1: you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you had a choice,
0: what would you pick? We're about to find out not only what the question is, but what your answer is going to be. Here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one. I'm Bradley trainer, along with Holly Roberts, who's going to ask you that question in just a moment. And uh, Sonny over there running the board. Happy Friday and welcome to the show. Now, Holly, what is the question and why are we asking it?
1: A very important question. I want everyone to weigh in on this six five one six four one one oh seven one. Bradley, would you choose your pet or your significant other?
0: What, what? What am I? Why am I choosing? Like what for life? Or so, yeah, for life or what
1: forever? So, for example, Bradley, if Jamie told you it was a, either your relationship with him, yeah, or it was Wheezy yeah, that's and, an easy answer. and you had to pick one.
0: Yeah. what would you choose? I mean, don't you have to pick your pet?
1: Yeah, here is why.
0: <laughs> here is why I say that the answer always has to be your pet because y- your partner can take care of him or herself, right? Your pet can't. So do you want to turn some, you know, sad little animal loose on the world? Or do you want to, uh, you know, do the right thing and take care of them and make sure that they're not alone in the world? I mean, I could not turn my pet loose
1: imagine little wheezy looking up at you and be like daddy i want you to take care of me Well, i ask this question because this is exactly what happened to a woman in england her name is liz and her husband as uh, told her gave her an ultimatum and said liz it's either me or the dogs oh. and liz has four uh bull terriers okay little spud mackenzie's yeah and she chose the dogs No. Oh.
0: All right, so. After
1: 25 years together, Bradley, after 25 years together, good old Liz in England chose her dogs over her spouse. He just gave her a reason for I, her to go. Well,
0: <laughs> but you know, here's the story, or here's the story. Here's what I'm thinking. There had to be a lot of other stuff going on over those years right. that made yeah. that decision so easy for right. her. And also, what kind of person makes you choose? Right. Right? Right. That wasn't already going to leave you. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: because Jamie would never say, is it me or Wheezy, because he would already know the answer. He'd be like, bye, I'm out.
1: <laughs> exactly. And he would like never leave me. Wheezy,
0: so he would tell me to get out. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like if you love me, why do I have to pick? Exactly. Well, yes, exactly. exactly. Yes, if somebody is giving you that kind of ultimatum, then there's problems in the relationship to begin with, because they would understand that you love your animals so much. That, of course, you're going to pick the animals. Yeah. And again, they're kind of forcing your hand asking this question. But it is interesting. You know, some what people you might. Do? I would totally pick my animals. Yeah, of course. Absolutely.
0: Because animals don't have a choice.
1: Yes. And yeah. I could. Oh, the thought of even giving up my animals to yeah, a stranger or to somebody else would just. Oh, that would break my heart.
0: But here's the other truth is I there's no way I could th- like take my pet away, you know, like. I would never take Wheezy away from Jamie, even if the two of us weren't going to last. You know what I mean? I'm not taking my... You would have to custody of the dog. Because I don't want... I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me.
1: You're practicing empathy here. exactly. Oh, my gosh. Again, 651-641-1071. Would you choose your pets or your significant other? Now, it...
0: it, Now, what... Do you know anything more about this story that led to the, uh, you know, this particular ultimatum or how she's doing now or how the guy reacted, uh, her husband reacted when... She left.
1: Well, it, it, he didn't seem like he was too devastated about it. But I think the reason he said it was me or the dogs was that she has, I, I want to correct the record, five dogs. So she has five dogs. And I think according to her husband, Mike, it was just taking up her life. Yeah. And he was jealous of the dogs.
0: Well, let's find out what John has to say. John wants to chime in on this question. Is it you or is it your partner or your pet? Hey, John. Hey. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Good.
1: I'll tell you what, even this as a just a scenario here, if anybody said, I will pick my pet over you, I need to leave now because I want to be in a relationship where I am number one and that's where I should be. And so should my partner be number one. That is absolutely ridiculous to pick an animal. What, what, the guy should run. So if you're I'm saying, serious. yeah, so he this made
0: the right choice, you think?
1: When the lady picked the dogs, it's his time to run. Oh, yeah. absolutely. In yeah. fact, I was in a marriage for 24 years where the dog was number one. That, that's a bunch of crap. <laughs> <Okay>. Well, thanks <laughs> right for keeping guys. it honest. Oh, thanks, John.
0: Thank you, John, for oh keeping my it real. Gosh. All right. So, Keep what real. I would say to that is that I don't think John's saying anything, you know, like, I, I wouldn't have put it the way that John put it, but I think that what he's saying is like, you know, in a relationship where you're choosing your pet over your partner, perhaps there's already some issues with the relationship. Yeah. But the flip side is to what Sonny said earlier, which is why, why would you put a person in that position in the first place?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking he was talking with a little experience. Let's go there.
0: to Kathy. Uh, Kathy, you are you pitting your uh, <laughs> excuse me, picking your pet or your partner? Who's first?
1: Well, since I've been married for 18 years, I got to go with my partner. Oh. But had I just met him and he told me I had to get rid of my dog, I would get rid of that dog. Uh, the, so you're, The man dog. So, Kathy, you're saying that you've invested this much time in your relationship and that it's been 18 years and that you would maybe consider him over an animal that you just brought into your house. But if it was a new relationship, bye, guy.
0: Absolutely. Just rude. Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> sure. I just, there's no way, like, I don't feel like I'm saying anything negative about Jamie, but if you put a gun to my head and said, Jamie or the dog, I'm picking the dog, because again, I don't know where that dog's going to end up, and that dog can't take care of itself.
1: And you know Jamie? Jamie
0: can. He's a big boy. And he would make the same decision. Ah. I'd mark my words, and we'd both be fine.
1: Yes. And Wheezy would be fine, Little too. Little Wheezy
0: would be fine, because I would have my a Wheezy. Oh,
1: so cute.
0: Um... What do you think Chip would say? What do you think your partner would say?
1: He would probably also say the animals. Oh. Yeah. I, it, like, I feel like you want to probably be with somebody who would pick the animal over you.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just
1: like a sign of a good human being.
0: <laughs> Let's let Sonia... <laughs> is it Sonia or Sonia be the last word? Sonya, I think. Sonia. Hey, Sonia. What say you?
1: Well, I've been married for
0: almost 20 years, and the only way that my husband would ever put me in that position would be if he develop some freaky allergy or something and then i would pick him over the dog but otherwise that's yeah that's a crazy i like that caveat if there if it it was a matter of like an allergy well then you find a really good home for the dog first yeah
1: right yeah Yeah, exactly all right right. right. thank you Sonia. sonia Thank you. All right. When we
0: come back here on the Colleen Bradley show, I don't know that we really decided anything, but at least people are now asking themselves this question. That's right. Ask and it at happy
1: hour tonight. And
0: Hopefully not getting into <laughs> arguments or disputes in their relationship. You're basically <laughs> ruining relationships.
1: Yay! Gray-holly.
0: When we come back, it is another Cheat Day Friday, and it's not just any Cheat Day Friday. By the way, Cheat Day Friday is simply an opportunity for us to stick some things in our mouth that we don't normally get to do. Today, uh, we have all sorts of food to eat, but something really exciting and surprising from across the world. Find out what we're eating today on Cheat Day Friday when we come back right here on my Talk 107.1. What are we going to put in our mouths today, you guys? It's another Cheat Day Friday here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts. You can watch this Cheat Day Friday experience right on the Facebooks. Head over to Facebook Live right now or you can uh, catch it later uh, when you head to our Facebook page at my Talk 107.1 and It is time for that Cheat Day Friday experience. Dirty,
1: rotten cheetah. Cheat Day
0: Taste Test.
1: Stick this in your mouth.
0: What are we putting in our mouths today? Well, we're going to find out in just a moment. But first, Holly, tell people what a Cheat Day Friday is.
1: A Cheat Day Friday is where we uh, throw caution to the wind on our normally healthy diets and we try a flavor sensation that is naughty for us.
0: Yes. Naughty-ish.
1: Naughty-ish.
0: Well, today I want to tell you, we have a very special international edition.
1: Oh, we're getting really fancy. I can't wait. We're going abroad. In fact,
0: we're going halfway around the globe. Uh, Thanks to our good friend Thomas, who is a longtime listener, first-time caller. No, first-time contributor to the Cheat Day Friday experience. He travels a lot to Asia, so he went to Japan and China and brought us back a whole bunch of goodies. But today we're going to try just one of those. So thank you, Thomas, for doing that. Yes,
1: thanks, Thomas.
0: Uh, today we are trying something from China. Ooh. But it's from a brand that you are very familiar with. Lays. You know how Lay's makes potato chips? The
1: potato chips, yes. So they
0: have uh, these things called stacks. It's kind of like their answer to Pringles. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that the chips that we're going to try are in a canister.
0: They're in a canister. Now, Holly, what color is this canister?
1: The canister is a lovely shade of lime green.
0: Okay, and I don't know if you can see the flavor from here, but I'm pretty sure you know what the flavor of Lay's potato chip we are trying today. Can you see?
1: I'm looking at it, and it looks like we're trying some kind of either melon or a cucumber.
0: Ding, ding, ding! On the second one, it's cucumber flavored Lay's potato chip.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't really know about this. Okay, I'm so not I'm totally
0: gonna, sold. I'm gonna pop the top.
1: Please remember, okay. you can't stop once you do oh, that. And they
0: come in a little <laughs> container. That's cute. So presumably, they don't get all.
1: So it's fun size. Oh, look. Oh, it's like a little look. choo-choo
0: train of potato chips.
1: Nice. Here we come to Flavortown.
0: Okay, so um, do you want to take a picture of that? Yeah, that or looks really delightful. Facebook Live people. know I don't, her.
1: It's delightful. I know they're kind a of falling wasteful. apart, but
0: they've come all the way from China. They've traveled far, right? All right, so right? We'll, uh, camera lady, will you bring these over to Holly so that all right, she can gonna, sample? I'm going
1: to go on in, grab a little lace. Oh, here they come. Okay, so let me tell you what they smell like. Yeah, and take then, a huff. Let's take... a
0: I mean, I don't really smell cucumber. Hold on. I'm going to put this right up to my nose. I don't smell very cucumber-y. I cucumbers. smell it slightly. Okay, do you? Yeah. All kind right.
1: of like a, a cucumber candle at Bath and & And can
0: Work. we say they look smaller than a yeah. Pringle? Yeah. Because they're turned on their side.
1: Yeah, and it looks like they have sour cream and onions. It sp-
0: does look kind of sour cream and onion
1: on it. All right, I'm going to put it in my mouth.
0: Okay, I want to know if this tastes at all like cucumber. Cucumber. Again, it's a Chinese... Uh, version of the Lay's potato chip cucumber flavor.
1: You get a whiff of cucumber. Do put you? It, put it in your mouth because I'll describe it to you. So it has the same texture as a Pringles, not a Lay's potato chip. And when you immediately put it in your mouth, you get a sweet cucumber mm. sensation. It's interesting, right? It's not the not the flavor that you would expect when you're putting a potato chip in your mouth.
0: It's like a, it is a whiff. Yeah. But it's sweet.
1: Yeah. I'm not mad at it.
0: I would eat them because I would eat all potato chips.
1: And you'll probably But they're eat not very stack. strong. No. But there
0: is like a at the back of the mouth.
1: Yeah. It <laughs>
0: Like a cucumber thing happening.
1: Yeah, it does leave a little bit of a whiff, a little bit of an aftertaste.
0: That I is so interesting.
1: I don't know if I would necessarily eat the whole I, stack of this, but well, I'm glad that we tried it.
0: Here's how I always determine whether something is a success on cheat day Friday. I say, would I go to the store and buy said item?
1: Would we go to the store would we go Bradley? So say you're in United Noodles or you're in any kind of grocery store and you run across these leads. United Noodles,
0: wonderful, like Asian import grocery store Correct. where they might have something Correct. like this. Is what you're exactly. Suggesting.
1: That's yeah. what I'm suggesting. You're at the store. You walk across the chip aisle, little snackies. Now, would you, knowing what you know now, buy these? No. With your own money? No, I wouldn't.
0: No, but I would, you know, maybe bring them to a party and be like, hey, guys, try these cucumber flavors. And and everybody would go, oh, that's interesting. No, Moving that's a, on. Yeah. Right. What do you think?
1: Uh, I would not buy these with my own money. On
0: a scale of one to five Cobras, five being the most delicious thing you've ever shoved in your pie hole. What uh, say you on that scale?
1: I'm going to give it a nice 2.5. Oh. A nice average Cobra rating. Now, Bradley, you, one out of five Cobras. What are you going to rate the Lay's cucumber potato chips?
0: I'm just going to say two Ooh. because I want to err on the side of don't, you know, not my favorite. But again, if you just want plain potato chips and you don't mind a little whiff of cucumber here and there.
1: Yeah, you're good. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Very anyway, fun. thank you again, Thomas. Yeah. For, uh,
0: we've got all sorts of other really exciting things uh, from uh, China and Japan that we'll try on other cheat day Fridays. And hopefully at some point we can talk to Thomas because he, uh, like I said, loves uh, listening to the Colleen and Bradley show and loves to explore crazy food items like this. Crazy all right.
1: taste sensation. Now,
0: speaking of food items that are probably a five on the scale, we have to mention that our good friends over at Fire Lake brought some food for Restaurant Week. You know, we've been giving away uh, gift cards to Restaurant Week all week because, of course, Restaurant Week, Yay! which takes place Uh, The 15th to the 20th, so starting on, what is that, Sunday? Sunday. So starting Sunday, we've got uh, Summer Restaurant Week, and Fire Lake today brought us some food for Cheat Day Friday. Holly, can you just give us a quick... Description of yes the food that they brought it looks amazing and we're gonna tuck into this in the break.
1: Bradley, we got three courses in front of us. The first course is a chilled cantaloupe soup. I know, and then they brought us a salad, and the salad is an heirloom tomato salad made with Minnesota heirloom tomatoes. I can't wait to get into that. And then for a uh, entree, we have it looks like a roasted chicken, maybe garlic mashed potatoes and some asparagus. So it looks really good. And you know what's also really good, Bradley? What? We're giving away a $100 gift card to Fire Lake at Mall of America so you can put this food in your mouth yourself. It's all part of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine Summer 2018 Restaurant Week. So if you want that $100 gift card to do, right do? what do you got to do? Well, you can't win it, Bradley, but somebody else can. Be caller 5-651-641-1071 to win that $100 gift card to Fire Lake at Mall of America. And thank you to Fire Lake at Mall of America uh, for bringing us these tasty treats this afternoon
0: all right you said caller number five yes. for that fire lake uh gift card awesome well if you want to see uh our cheat Day friday experience today follow along on social media at bradley trainer of course at holly d roberts or my talk colleen she's not going to post the food photos though today because she's not here with us otherwise i'll make sure they get posted on uh, my talks uh, social media as well and if you missed any of this segment you can go back and watch it on the facebook live which probably is being posted as we speak the Future now, is now the future is now now when we come back we've got a fresh crop of d-bags Woo! those are celebrities behaving badly today we've got uh, i think a reality star and a dj yes who's gross yeah which we'll talk about that as well now holly Bradley, Do you want to give us a little uh, reminder about a very important uh, set of tickets that you should be buying?
1: To Cat Video Festival? Yes! Yes! Go to uh, mytalk1071.com keyword cat. VIP tickets, I believe, are almost sold out. So if you want an air-conditioned experience with food and fun at the Cat Video Festival, go and buy those now. And you can also get that at catfestmn.com. Get them!
0: Okay, find out why. A gross DJ and a reality star our D-Bags when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Well, what celebrities or celebrity wannabes or just losers earned the title of D-Bag today? Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk107.1.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today. Thank you. And Sonny over there running the board. Now, <clears throat> let's get right to the D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady
1: Douchebag of the Day.
0: And I'm really excited to tell you about my D-bag today. This might be a name that doesn't register initially. If I said the name David Mueller to you, do you know who that is?
1: No, I don't.
0: Well, if I told you, uh, do you remember the guy who allegedly grabbed Taylor Swift's Batuski?
1: Oh, that guy. Not only did he allegedly grab her Batuski, but he was found guilty of grabbing her Batuski.
0: We should say in a civil case. In a civil case, case yes. Uh, and um, that led to him, you know, uh, uh, um, being a really bad man. No,
1: way! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he lost his job. He lost his
0: job. He pretty much lost everything. Uh-huh. Well, you may ask yourself, why is he your D-bag today in 2018? Yeah, I
1: thought we were over this. Right?
0: Well, it turns out that he believes that... Um, Taylor Swift ruined his life.
1: Oh, really? Now yeah. that's fresh. Yeah, he's hmm. doing
0: maybe not an apology tour like some people convicted of a or, a, or a found guilty of a particular incident um, might do. What he's doing instead is complaining about how the Me Too movement and Taylor Swift essentially ruined his life.
1: Oh. Not
0: maybe taking responsibility for his role in, you know, said fiasco. Yeah, Which involved, by the way, him grabbing Taylor Swift's But, but can I tell you what he said in particular? He was on, uh, I think he was doing an interview with Tucker Carlson Mm -hmm. and he said, um, how can you, to Taylor Swift, how can you live with yourself? (laughs) You ruined my life. (laughs) I was not ready for that photograph. Now the photograph he's talking about, of course, is what got us into this hot water. That's right. Uh, it was visual proof of him grabbing her behind. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, that he was not doing that, but I mean, he's grabbing her very low uh, anyway, it's just clear that there's something going on in that photograph. Yes. But that that photograph was uh, of the moment that this all allegedly went down, where he uh, put his hand on under her skirt, on her bare buttocks, mm-hmm. and uh, then was called out about it very later. Like, almost immediately after this happened, he went down to the floor of the concert and was approached by one of her security guards. And at the time, he was uh, banned from any Taylor Swift concert ever going forward. And then shortly after that, he lost his job. And then of course there was this whole lawsuit, which was really a, uh, there was also a countersuit to his lawsuit because he wanted to say that Taylor Swift ruined his life. Right. And she countersued and it was her countersuit that really sort of put him in his place. And um, I think sealed the deal for most people who were paying attention.
1: And Taylor Swift in that countersuit was awarded $1.00. In damages. Yeah. And a jury found that he had put his hand under Swift's dress and groped her bum during that meet and greet. So there was a jury involved in all oh, of yeah, this. Absolutely. yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I have no sympathy for him.
0: Um, the other thing I just wanted to say is in this particular interview, he says. Um, he says very, very interesting things. Quote, oh. now I'm even afraid to talk to women. I feel like I'm in a prison. I'm not myself anymore. I don't even go near women.
1: Stop it. Stop it. See how David she Mueller. Ruined,
0: See how she ruined his life, though. And mm. then this Me Too movement yeah. its so bad.
1: All of these women. I just can't go up and I mean, talk to them anymore. Just like Henry
0: Cavill. Like, I can't flirt with ladies anymore because they're going to say I raped them. No, actually, most women aren't going to do that unless, you know, you, you rape them. Yeah. So I think you're good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe you should just take a pill. And um, calm down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I, you know, I feel like maybe perhaps a lot of women everywhere are fine that you don't approach them. If this oh, is the, yeah, if for this sure. Is, if this is the right? attitude like, that you're going to have, David Mueller, about no, talking I'm to afraid women. No, talk to women. Fine. Then don't talk to us because we probably don't want to talk to you anyways. That being said, if you actually talk to like uh, to women, like the actual human beings that we are, multifaceted human beings, then maybe you wouldn't be having an issue.
0: Yeah, he's gross. He's totally gross. Anyway, that's why he's my D-bag.
1: Yay! Well-deserved. Fantastic choice of D-bag today, Bradley. All right, no. so mine is a lady D-bag. An an alleged lady D-bag because she... Alleged lady D-bag? Yes, because she is the subject of a lawsuit.
0: All right, tell me what happened. This
1: would be Real Housewives of New York star Countess Luann. Money can't Les- buy...
0: Countess De Lesips, or y- what's yeah, your last name? Yeah,
1: I'm not going to say it because I always say it wrong. But anyways, Countess Luann, you know who I'm talking about. She is a Real Housewives of New York star. So she is being sued, Bradley. And it's why she's being sued that she's my D-bag of the day. Now, this is all in court right now. But Countess Luann is being sued by her children.
0: Uh, How does that work?
1: She's being sued by her children. And they're saying that Countess Luann is stealing from them. So oh. she's being sued by her adult children. So this is the reason why Countess Luann is being sued today. So she and uh, the Count settled their divorce back in 2009 after 16 years of marriage. So she got the family's ha- uh, Hampton's Mansion in the split. But she was supposed to set up a trust for the two children that would be funded with half the interest in the home. Mm. Right. Except Countess Luann never did that, according to these new court documents in this lawsuit. So instead, Countess Luann sold that home for eight million dollars and then bought a three point one million dollar property also in the Hamptons. And now she's threatened to either sell or heavily mortgage that house so that she may purchase a luxury home for herself. And the adult children are blocking that sale because they're saying the children are saying that they never got any of that was supposed to be for them, not for you, Mm -hmm. Countess Luann, to buy new real estate for yourself. Like, no, actually, the sale of this house was supposed to fund a trust for us, Mom. Oh, God. Oh. The fact that you
0: would, like, rob your children of what was supposed to be theirs because it's from your ex-husband, presumably, is a little Mm -hmm. sad.
1: A little sad. A little shady. A little D-baggy, perhaps. Mm -hmm, Now, this is all just in a lawsuit, uh, so we can't say whether or not this is exactly what's happening, but just the mere fact... That you, would put your, that you would take the money that's supposed to be your children's and then just use it for yourself to buy real estate. That, to me, is a little deep baggy
0: Okay, so are you a big uh, Real Housewives watcher?
1: No, okay. I'm not.
0: I'm not either. I feel like I miss the Real Housewives boat. The only Housewives that I ever watched or paid attention to is um, Mob Wives.
1: That has nothing to do with the Real Housewives, Bradley. <laughs> what I'm saying is the only
0: Housewives I've watched are the Mob Wives, and frankly, they are the best of the Housewives because they actually know people who kill people. Oh, rest so, in peace,
1: Big Ange.
0: Yeah. Well, Aww. and, you know, I, I think the reason that I loved watching Mob Wives versus, say, Real Housewives is because, you know...
1: There was actual real well, life drama but, involved in but, these people's lives. No,
0: not because there was real drama, but because it was just drama. And if you want if you want drama, right, like I would go with gang drama versus lawsuit drama versus over. like my nails hurt <laughs> and she made my hairdresser mad. And so
1: now I can't get a massage. Bradley wants his drama to include no, I want like death.
0: He's going to kill you if you don't say nice things to him
1: so are you into like mob movies and stuff
0: not mob movies but
1: just mob wives. wives that's like Got you know because then I get, a, yeah,
0: <laughs> I get like the soap opera i get a little bit of you know crime drama but
1: that's why people like mob that's why people like stuff like the godfather yeah is that the godfather is like soap operas on a next level yeah it really is real now that Mercedes. you said that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but because, yeah, the God, the Corleone family, it is. it's lots of drama. It's high drama. It's one of those uh, family dramas that I feel like sometimes guys can get comfortable with. And, the, yeah. you know, there's Michael and Sonny. And
0: I just wish there were real house uh, or excuse me, more mob wives series that came from the original mob wives. I mean, I would love for you the original mob off. wives to still be around. But they had a Chicago Mob Wives for one season. And we were so obsessed, Colleen and I with that show um that we had several of the the wives, the wives from Chicago Mob Wives or Mob Wives Chicago on the series. You know, we were like, where's the Minneapolis mob wives?
1: Well, we need to get into the organized crime syndicates that are local. I don't (laughs) want to get that close. Well, you asked (laughs) for it, and now you might get it. Maybe St.
0: Paul, because, you know, I'm over in Minneapolis. I don't have to (laughs) worry about people (laughs) cutting That's messy. About Uh, slicing my tires.
1: That's great.
0: So, uh, if there are any St. Paul (laughs) mob wives out there, Give us a call. We'll see if we can work out a deal.
1: Yeah, we'll put together a sizzle reel for you yeah. and try to sell the show.
0: All right. So uh, <laughs> from a sizzle reel about mob wives to how about a sizzle reel about Kylie? Billionaires, Kylie Jenner. Well,
1: almost billionaires, Kylie Jenner.
0: Indeed. I'm glad you pointed that out, because when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to find out how some entrepreneurial young people are trying to make Kylie Jenner even more money.
1: Reach for the stars.
0: What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that story, and why Chris uh, Jenner is inserting herself in this Kylie Jenner drama when we return, right here. On My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. Colleen Lindstrom is not here today, but she'll be back on Monday. She was doing uh, double duty on the morning show today, or just single duty. She was doing a duty over on the morning show. As you do. In the meantime, in between time, Holly is here, of course, and Sonny's running the board. And, uh, oh, I'm dropping things. Uh, Kylie Jenner, you know, the story this week is that she earned $900 million, or is worth roughly about $900 million, right? And
1: that's because of her cosmetics line.
0: Yep, so that means she's just about $100 million shy of a billion dollars.
1: Just $100 million shy. Not a big deal whatsoever, right?
0: Exactly. Um, So some enterprising young people decided uh, that they were going to try to get Kylie Jenner... Uh, some additional funds so that she could be a literal b- billionaire
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to do some good in the world.
0: So on Twitter, apparently people were joking that they intended to help raise an additional hundred million that would make her the youngest billionaire. And um, of course the joke has been realized because everything in the world that's suggested on the internet must inevitably become true. Mm. And uh, this, Let's see. It says, let's get Kylie Jenner to a billion. Right now, there are $486 towards this $100 million goal.
1: Keep reaching for the stars. With literal
0: people donating money out of their wallets. Uh, These are the worst people in the world.
1: (laughs) Well, now, people are donating $5. And the person who started this GoFundMe page is a hot mess. Is a hot mess is a comedian, and he has promised that any money that is is donated to this GoFundMe page, because let's be honest, they're not going to get $100 million. All that money is going to a charity. Now, what charity? I don't know. They haven't said yet. But yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) You're giving your money to something you don't know about under the uh, auspices of giving uh, Kylie Jenner another $100 million. You are a foul human being. Because you could easily have taken that $5 and clicked over to GoFundMe and clicked the search button and said, like, I don't know, uh, somebody who needs $5 more than Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And they could have come up with a better, you know, a better place to give their their funds.
1: Because even though you're giving, what you're saying is even though this $5, you're giving it to this GoFundMe page because it's a joke and you don't yeah. know exactly like, where hey, it's hey. going, but you yourself can actually find a GoFundMe page. There are many, many causes right now on planet Earth that really $5, honestly, would go a long way.
0: Oh, for sure. $5 is not nothing, especially if you know it's across the internet and everybody's. What What they could have done is just taken a cause that's very important maybe to Kylie Jenner. But, but what, again- But like, wait a
1: second. Yeah. What would be an important cause to Kylie I Jenner? I don't know,
0: people with no <laughs> lips. <laughs> I was how without lips. Oh. And so thanks to Kylie Jenner, I now have lips. I don't know, And they have like prosthetic lips. No. No? No. Are people not born with lips? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Let's hope they don't raise 100000000 million. I'm Bradley Trainer
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. dollars please did uh we haven't had a, t- a ton of time to talk about this story together i don't feel like did no we, talk about we this? haven't had
1: a chance to talk so, about it at all but we did yesterday on the show
0: um so i had definite opinions about it i'm sure you guys had definite opinions what was the takeaway yesterday when you talked about the story that kylie jenner was a self-made billionaire um,
1: well people were taking forbes magazine to task For saying that Kylie Jenner was a self-made billionaire. Sure. Because obviously Kylie Jenner being a human being born with all advantages in in her favor. It's like she was born halfway to home base, you know, right when she started to make a home run. But my point was, is that, well, I get why Forbes magazine, I mean, it's Forbes magazine.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about. Yeah,
1: I get why they said self-made in as much as Kylie Jenner did not inherit her money. So she's not an heiress so to speak, in the traditional sense. And I'm assuming that Forbes magazine, because they deal with the world of people who actually inherit billions of dollars, like that to them, her is self-made because she had a business, she's generated revenue. Therefore, she's self-made. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I get you, Forbes. And I
0: think it's kind of a dumb quibble. Like, who cares what word uh, you apply to it? I think at the end of the day, you have to give this woman incredible credit because she didn't just license her name to something and then collect a paycheck. She's actually 100% owner of this company. And, you know, you may not like the product that she's selling, but... Um, she was able to get people to believe that there was some value in this product because her name was attached to it, which I don't know, look at every other product that people buy. You buy Tide Uh, Detergent or Dove soap because you like that particular brand. Yeah. People buy their uh, her lip kits because they like her brand. So I do think that she should be given some credit for being able for being some sort of self-starter. Yeah. With the understanding that of course nothing happens in a vacuum. It's not like she was homeless on the street and had five dollars and turned that into a billion dollar Right. Well
1: and that's the other thing that I took to task about self-made the concept of being self-made because Really, when you think about it, nobody truly nobody is, is self-made. self-made. That is the exactly. lie. It, is, it is the hugest yeah. lie. And so I think you can take Forbes to task in as much as they perpetuate the idea of what being self-made actually is yeah. and they're not giving it credit where kylie jenner has been surrounded by mentors by parents who are successful uh by access to capital in ways that you and i just don't have
0: yeah we would not have uh, n- n- very few people would have the same opportunity that she had to turn her money into a billion dollar industry yeah mostly because of her name right so right. her name uh affords her an incredible opportunity it is not to say though that she didn't do something with that opportunity that very few other people have been able to do. Right, right. right. So,
1: and Forbes magazine calls it extreme fame leverage. Yeah. Which, that's, that's the new business term for this.
0: Which a lot of other people are now going to be engaged in. I have news for you. If you do not like this development, please stand by because it's going to get awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because everybody is
0: going <laughs> to see that she was able to turn her name into something. Right. And where did that all start? Because her sister had a sex tape. And it's not really just a sex tape, but for the most part. It's just a sex tape, so you've got everybody in the culture now. Like, okay, the way to become famous is we gotta do X, Y, and Z. I
1: gotta become a brand, which you know, again, it's just the way things are right maybe, now. Like,
0: don't have to do the sex tape part, but
1: yeah. yeah, Now, and you mentioned earlier in this, and I think it's really important to point out that the reason why Kylie Jenner is quote unquote a self close to being a self made billionaire is because they actually own the company, and I think that Kris Jenner and the crew have learned through many, many failed businesses that this is the way to go. Because in the past, they have licensed out their names to any number of businesses. And in fact, they've been sued for it for not following up on their obligation. Because So they understood that their presence is a brand, but they were just kind of giving it away to other companies. Yeah, I
0: wonder where they got that idea.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. It's
0: almost like there's another really popular name out there that somebody tried to apply to a bunch of things Uh, yeah you know yeah like Mm.
1: business schools and other things you know chris jenner did that too
0: yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, um okay so back to the story i did want to get to your story which was that um chris jenner is squawking about uh how her life was really difficult and uh you actually had a very insightful reason as to why that might be the case
1: right well this all ties back to uh people criticizing kylie jenner for uh, Forbes magazine for saying that she was self-made well Kris Jenner man she is on the offensive Kris Jenner she's given interviews of course the momager of Kylie Jenner so this is the headline on page six today Kris Jenner couldn't afford a tomato after Robert Kardashian divorce she couldn't even afford a nightshade Bradley she was so broke
0: why a tomato though like, was there a story attached? Like, I went to the store, and I only had enough
1: for lettuce. <laughs> and for the record, tomatoes can be a little expensive. It's
0: true. Right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I <laughs> mean. Especially heirloom tomatoes, yeah, I mean. tomatoes are good, though.
1: Yeah, they're very tasty. Well, this is what Kris Jenner had to say. She said, I didn't have anything after being divorced from Robert Kardashian Sr., the father oh, of Courtney, so- Chloe, and Kim.
0: So trying to make the case that, like, of course, my daughter is self-made because we had nothing after we left Robert.
1: Yes, exactly. So this is what she has to say. Uh, I didn't have anything. I went to the market one day and my credit card didn't work. I had a market card and I'm like, I can't even buy a tomato. That's what Kris okay, Jenner has all, to say. first of
0: all, that is not being without money. That yeah. is your dumb credit card that your husband probably had responsibility for, didn't put your name on the account or took your name off the account so you couldn't buy anything. Right. That didn't mean you didn't have money.
1: Right. But she tells these stories, Bradley, yeah. in order to buttress uh, the mythology surrounding the Kardashians that they are self-made. They yeah. couldn't even buy a tomato. And now look at them. They have huge palatial mansions in Los Angeles. They have billion dollar companies. They are truly living the American dream. So when she tells stories like this, it's in order to mythologize the whole sure. Kardashian empire. Yeah. Like it's you- the story
0: they're telling themselves. Yeah. The rest of us are probably not buying.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cause
0: we can see what happened. Yeah. But again, the problem is that people will often throw away the value in what they've done because it's just so blatantly stupid the way they, they try to frame the conversation. So like, if maybe they would just be a little bit more genuine about like saying like what who would who would rue uh, the day that they said something like yeah we had a lot of great opportunities and we took every one of those opportunities that we were grateful for and made something out of it
1: exactly and just be honest about it and then we can all appreciate that and look at you and be like yeah you actually did make something out of something and you're very successful at it there's
0: an incredible insecurity in that family when it comes to just themselves. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, you know, everything they sell involves the way they look on the outside. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, when we come back, thank you, Holly. Uh, we're talking about the one sad blockbuster that's left.
1: Aww. There are no
0: more blockbusters. There's one left? There's just
1: one. We'll tell you where it is. <laughs> when we come back right here on My Talk one oh seven one.